Hello and welcome to For the Love of Truth. This is episode 284. And in this episode, I'm speaking to researcher Kent Lewis about the new blockchain financial system and the ISO 20022 that created the structure that will allow the introduction of central bank digital currencies. Now, Kent is a really interesting guy. I first came across him when I watched an interview he was in with Dr. Carrie Madej on the same subject, and I immediately reached out to him so that we could have a discussion. And we've had several discussions since then, and I wanted to put this one together to bring his information to you. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Kent. He's the CEO of Worldwide Freedom Incorporated, the founder of www.freedomsocial or freedom.social and nine other platforms. He's a consultant to the 1776 and CTEM, C-Team Digital Currencies. He was speaking on this topic at Red Pill Expo 2023 in Salt Lake, Utah in November last year. Now, the Red Pill Expo was put together by G. Edward Griffin. and I think it celebrated his 90th birthday as well. For those of you that don't know, G. Edward Griffin wrote the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, which gives you a very deep and detailed look into what the Federal Reserve and the money system really are. And they are not what most people think. Fascinating book and well worth a read. Uh, He was guest speaker at that on this subject. And the report that we're going to be discussing, there's actually two. The first one was the financial system that goes live in November 22. And the second one was the intrabody nano network and transhuman Bluetooth payments, which is a pretty disturbing look at how the two systems tie together. Kent's also written Decentralized Cryptocurrency Nightmare, How to Thrive in the Coming Cashless Society, World Financial System Intentionally Engineered to Collapse in Favor of One World Government Within a Cashless Society, and Bitcoin is Controlled by the Federal Reserve. The discussion we had touches on many of the subjects in his two documents, but they go into a lot more detail. So I've got copies of those documents and they'll be placed with a link to that in the description of this video. And I would encourage you, if you're interested, to go and have a look at these documents in their entirety. There's a lot of links in there, a lot of references, and it will really build a complete picture for you on these two subjects. Now, Kent has chosen to live off-grid 10,000 feet up the side of a mountain in Colorado. As a consequence of that, his internet connection is a little weaker than you might normally have if you lived, say, down near a town or a city. And certainly I noticed on the video that the video quality wasn't particularly good and the lip sync did move in and out from time to time. So I would ask you to bear with that. But other than that, we also touched on some other very interesting subjects, particularly towards the end of the video. And with that in mind, I'd like to remind you that you are amazing. And I'm so looking forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. Hey, Kent. Thanks for joining me again. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, buddy. How's uh, life out there in uh, England? Uh, It's cold and snowing right now, so all good. I didn't know it snows in England. Well, I mean, technically, I'm, I'm in Wales anyway, but yeah, we get we get snow from time to time. Oh. Not like you get snow, though. You come visit me and I'll show you what snow is. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody out there that's watching, I live in Colorado on top of a mountain at over 10,000 feet. So we've been getting, it snowed a couple inches last night. Good. I, I really wanted to talk to you about the, the change in the financial system that we... Uh, 
we've talked about and you sent me one of your um your presentations through which was really interesting so i wonder whether you might take us through the changes that happened in november that no one seems to talk about absolutely yeah in case people out there don't know me my name's kent and i write reports i go out and i research so-called c- conspiracy theory and i get you know i go through their different patents or websites or government information or you know their statements and i connect the dots and i i write reports and i provide all these different references well in october of 22 i released a report and the title of it is uh, adrian new worldwide financial system goes live november of 2022 and so I was a speaker at Red Pill Expo for Gia Griffin talking about this, but that was on November 12th, 11th and 12th. And by the time I was speaking, it was already live. And so I think everybody out there has heard of central bank digital currencies. And what they did is they created an entire new set of standards, uniform standards of which every financial institution in the world had to be integrated with by uh, November of 22. And so that's obviously, you know, coming up on three months uh, behind us. And so we've been live in basically a brand new financial system. Well, what does that mean? Nobody's heard of it. Nothing's changed. And well, what that allows them to do within this new standards, it's a new standards and methodology, a repository. And I'll get who's behind this, but what it allows them to do, Adrian, is go live with central bank digital currencies around the world that are programmable. And they can program, you know, anything they want into this. So, you know, for example, if they want to do like a climate lockdown and say, you know, hey, we've got five districts and you can't go beyond your your boundaries. Well, your debit card with your CBDC is not going to work past the boundaries in which they they sent. I believe they just did that in Oxford there in the UK. So that's the next leg of it will be the digital current, the digital pound uh, there. And you'll hear the digital currency, the digital dollar, although they're not using the word dollar for some reason. Uh, They could, we'll see. Adrian, so if you look down through my report, I've got like 30 different items in which they say they can program into this, you know, auto tax collection on auto fine collection. But the big thing, Adrian, is the social credit score. And so one thing that I didn't include, I had, a, it was a two page, a two part report. And the first part of it, I just covered the different CBDCs, the aspects of it. And I factually proved that a company called Pository Trust Corporation, my own report, I can't remember. Uh, DTCC, Depository Trust, but there it's the holding companies of the world's central banks. Yeah. If I remember correctly, they did like 1.8 quadrillion in transactions. It was more than that. It was, it was 2.48 quadrillion in transactions in 77 countries in 2021. So, they're, it's the holding companies of the central banks that are doing this. And once they do this, it'll, it, it'll enslave all of humanity. It, it'll be, you know, kind of like playing check or check, check, uh, chess. chess. Yeah. It'll be check. Mm-hmm. 
And so that, and then that's what I do for a living is I saw this coming six years ago and I developed an entire ecosystem for us to live outside of their system, like a parallel economy, parallel everything pretty much. Yeah. It encompasses social media. It has um, a financial system within it, doesn't your 1776 coin. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. We've got uh, the 1776 token that will work on a multitude of different decentralized marketplaces, and that'll be worldwide, you know. So we're in the process of creating our own standards in which will be used within private buyers clubs. So, you know, there in the UK, you would create a private buyers club and we would just have these marketplaces. Now it's going to be local. It's not going to be like getting something maybe from Netherlands or Germany or something like this because they've destroyed, you know, it's mostly uh, Western countries, uh, NATO countries that they've destroyed the supply chains. They've destroyed the food supply. And so when we rebuild this and we're, we're going to live outside of their system, we're not going to have a choice. You know, people are going to have to be growing their own food and it's not going to be easy. Well, I think, I think if they, they take the time to upskill and you start to work carefully around that, a lot more people can do it. It's not as complex as it looks, but it's going to be hard if you've been so used to having everything, you know, served up to you on a plate, literally, when that plate gets pulled away. Yeah, like we all have. Yeah. Um, within part one, maybe, you know, within your video, you'll provide a, uh, a link to part one because of my uh, PDF to my report because I've got an entire solution section that, you know, it is primarily for uh, the United States. However, it'll give people a pretty good idea that there are food sources out there, you know, buyer food buyers clubs, uh, co-ops, uh, you can join community gardens. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be great. It, it, and it's coming. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you could send me a copy of that, Ken, because the one I'm looking at right now is your new worldwide blockchain financial systems and transhuman payments report. Part two. Yes. Yeah, I don't think people really need to read that, Adrian. I was looking at that, Ken, thinking that's not the one he's talking about. So I've read part two. I've not read part one. Oh, okay. Sure. And I'm being uh, facetious. I'm kidding when I say people don't want to uh, need to read that. It's because, you know, a good percentage of people in the UK were forced or tricked into taking the COVID injection. Now, people, before Adrian and I discuss some of this stuff, we do provide solutions. There are solutions. So anybody that happens to watch this, that you know, 
I go out and I research and I just connect the dots. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but I'm a researcher and I can connect the dots. I can read patents. I can read their websites. I can listen to their statements. You know, all of their here in the U.S. PubMed, a lot, some of the data that I've posted over the last two years, the U.K. government has been the most open, lenient about what they disclose. For example, there was an article out of the UK government, uh, Adrian, maybe, and I, I could do a screen share and I could even pull it up, but it was a, it was an article. It was a PDF, but I did a video. I did my own video on it. The name of the video was genocide because this is about, it's not quite, but coming up on two years ago that I posted this video and a link to this PDF. And what it said was at the time, if I remember correctly, that up to 70% of people that took the double jab were expected to die. And this came out of the UK government. Yeah, it's shocking. And it's like, I, I was screaming it, 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 to the world. Hey, 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 before you take the jab, look, uh, look. Yeah. Look, their megaphone's bigger than ours, so. That's exactly right. That's what it is, Ken. It's unfortunate. It's... uh. It's part, it's part of the matrix. I am overly, I am convinced. <laughs> but we can get into that as we discuss. Um, let, let me kind of stay on topic about uh, part one of the particular report. You know, what this is about, what the conclusions were, it was that they are intentionally collapsing, doing an incremental step, step since 2008, when basically the entire worldwide financial system, economy collapsed, and they've been digitally printing money, or let me re, uh, change that word, digital printing currency, Yeah, you know, to, and I, I have an entire section within, Nick, buddy, if you want to be on camera, like, come up here. <laughs> she wants to be on camera. So anyway, here she is. This is Nikki, everybody. So I have an entire section based on the amounts of quantitative easing, that's what the Federal Reserve calls it, digital printing of currency, you know, since 2008, you know, and then I have a section based on Catherine Austin Fitz that goes into, you know, I have a section that starts with, well, here's a, here's a graph of FRED, the online accounting system for the Federal Reserve is called FRED. Okay. And I have a graph and it starts at, January of 2020, and then it just goes vertical, Zook, <laughs> like this, because they digitally printed over what is today far in excess of 80% of all dollars in existence today. And it's exponentially increased since then with the central bank asset purchases. So the, the Federal Reserve gives other central banks around the world all this dollar currency and then they buy up the resources in the other respective countries. And then you look at BlackRock, you look at Vanguard, owning between them over what is now estimated at over 30 trillion combined, approximately. Okay. Well, what's this all about, Adrian? It's about UN Agenda 21, UN Agenda 2030. Well, Anal Schwab, <laughs> Klaus Schwab. You know, he calls it the Great Reset, the, the fifth industrial revolution, which is a key word for uh, transhumanism, which we can get into here shortly. But 
Did you have any questions on that first report? Not really, no, except maybe to clarify to people that if you keep printing currency with no end in sight, you're devaluing it massively, which is going to cause huge inflation and then hyperinflation. It has to. Well, absolutely. And so, but why? Why would they implode the entire world economy intentionally do it? Well, because they went live with a brand new financial system in November of 22 that allows them to go to a digital blockchain based financial system in every country in the world. And this is programmable digital currency combined with the other totalitarian, and where would we start? Because it's so vast in, in which they were just forcing down humanity's throats. But th- this is to go to a new uh, central bank digital currency financial system in which the BRICS new world reserve currency is the new reserve currency of the world. So basically what they're doing is they're taking the West, you know, UK, America, Canada, Germany, Australia, some other Netherlands, and I could keep going, but they're taking these countries and they're really, they're turning this, what's going to be a, 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 in, in some aspects, like a third world, uh, immigrant filled, Clergy plan, dystopian, beyond nightmare. Yeah, where it's going to have be hyperinflation, and they control the food supply, and and all based on a social credit score. And to give that some context, Kent, that means that if, if they can program the currency, they can decide if you buy food, if you buy fuel, if you travel, if you have access to anything. And and that goes back to what they're doing right now in Oxford. Okay, is you know, this engineered climate change, which is in fact engineered, which I could also factually prove. But, you know, like I said previously, you know, your debit card, well, you won't even have a debit card anymore because it's, now this is a de-Googled phone, okay? And we could, this is one of the solutions, get a, a de-Googled phone. It's so so this will be your debit card. This will be everything. You know, this will be, so if you look at, Adrian, look at Ukraine. Since this so-called war has begun, I have an entire section in part one of my report detailing Ukraine. Well, what is Ukraine all about? Now, before I say this, for anybody out there that's not fully informed, are there people dying? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm not, you know, on to be sensitive. Yes. Is there destruction and people dying? Yes. But it's a Hegelian dialectic. It's part of an overall worldwide color revolution in which every country in the world, they're doing this to. But Ukraine is pretty special because since this so-called war began, fact is Ukraine has become the most digital country in the world. So they've got digital passports, digital government, everything within the public sector has gone full digital. And they've got apps on their on their devices in which manages their entire government, their entire financial system. They've got a digital currency. They did pass via legislation. You know, so what I always tell people is if you go to war with the superpower, okay, let, let's say the former America, when 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 we wrongly attacked Iraq, okay, first thing we did. 
is we took out their infrastructure, communications, power, transportation. Okay, we cut them off the neck. Right? That's what military does. Well, Putin could do that in, in a couple hours if he so chose, but they never have. They typically, for the most part, have had power through this entire fiasco. And so, but how do they pull off becoming the most digitalized country on earth when you're at war with the superpower? They did it through Elon Musk's Starlink. So the Starlink is conducting all of the financial transactions. Yeah. So the American taxpayer spent, it was hundreds of millions of dollars. I've got a link to this within part one of my report where we paid millions upon millions of dollars to send Starlink satellite uh, satellite receivers, modems, that, many, many thousands over to Ukraine. So pretty fascinating. Mm, that sounds like a big money laundering operation as well, doesn't it? Well, we could get into that part as well. <laughs> <laughs> we can get into, you know, FTX. I had an account at FTX. I didn't have anything in there, thank goodness. But uh, yeah, there's some, uh, you know, within this dimension, the corrupt what they openly do and that what humanity accepts. I never thought that I never, I never would have believed that the UK people, Canadian people would be pushed around the way that they are. Wow. The Australians and the Canadians, especially they, you know, Justin Castro is having a field day up there and uh, it's like people, how come you haven't just, you know, peacefully, mass non-compliance. And I keep telling people the biggest elephant in the room that very few people are talking about is that when people take the injection, and it has to be more than one to get enough of this nanotechnology, hydrogel, graphene oxide, nanolipids, nanotubes, which I go into in detail in part two of the report, but they're now connected I don't want to get into yet. I wanted to stay on part one, but th to make the point, their thoughts are not their own. Then when you take into consideration all the different fluoride uh, within the water, when you take into consideration the geoengineering of these nanoparticles, it seems like they've been spraying what DARPA calls smart dust for quite a many years. And it looks like they've maybe even changed it up towards DARPA used to call it smart dust, which was comprised of aluminum, strontium, and barium. But it looks like they've changed it up to it's more that the graphene oxide, because you have people going out and doing uh, soil samples, water, water samples. And then the big question is, Adrian, why? Exactly. Why are they so intent on getting graphene oxide in all of us if we didn't take the jab? Now, I'm going to lay out just real quick. They're putting it in a geoengineering now. They've got the cow injection. They've got the new honeybee vaccine. They've got the, I shouldn't have said the V word, injection. We've got, and I could, I could go on. Remember the 10,000 cat? I don't know if you remember because we're going to have a worldwide audience here. But this last fall here in the United States, in Kansas, in one day, 10,000 cows just fell over dead. Whoa. Yeah. Well, comes out, you know, the media is making all up all these excuses. It's climate change. Uh, of course it isn't. <laughs>
And well, it came out that they would all injected with this mRNA nanotech graphene oxide. And then pure speculation on my part, just connecting the dots, they were hit with the frequency, okay? And which we're going to get into here in a minute, okay? But, you know, just to kind of close out part one, I have an entire solution section in there. It's about 30 pages. Most of it is food resources. You know, I teach people how to grow their own food, uh, how to create or join a, a community garden. There's uh, sections in there on financial, technology, and then there's probably most importantly, an entire section on what to do to neutralize the effects of the COVID injection. Okay. So it's pretty critical that, that people do this, you know. You know, going back to uh, the geoengineering just real quick, a guy that you interviewed uh, a couple months ago, uh, Harold Kautz. He had did a video, I think it was one of his bases. I think it was a Christmas basis one. It could have been a different one. It could have been his interview with uh, the guy from Denmark. Uh, but anyway, he was going over somebody that had more gallons real bad from the geoengineering. And then they got a remote viewer to remote view. This something that was growing in somebody's chest. And it was indicated that it was potentially an archon. Okay. Well, as we're going into the rest of our discussion, talking about part two of my report, I just wanted to bring up as, you know, are they using humans for surrogates? I've pondered that as well. Would be a question moving forward because, you know, I, I might have prematurely brought that up before we kind of start top, talking about part two. But, uh, and we'll have links for both of these different reports. And everybody keep in mind that when I was, I was a speaker to, at, a, at a big event. It's been my fourth time I've been a speaker for G. Edward Griffin. But when I get up there and I present these things, there are other scientists and doctors that get up there and they talk about very similar things that I'm talking about. So what I'm talking about is we proceed here into part two. It's not conspiracy theory. I'm using their patents and their documentation and their statements. I've got them on video saying it. And when people finally, and it's probably going to be the uninjected, because I don't think the injected are ca capable anymore from discernment. That's the scary thing. They are now, depending on the amount, depending on what type of injection they took, what were the ingredients of the injection? Because it was proven that each injection, different lots had different ingredients. So depending on what they took, you know, they're connected at some level to what's called the intra-body nano network. And so anybody out there, since we're not doing a screen share today, maybe, you know, if you'd like to, you can pause this video and you can start up a new tab just real briefly and go over to and type in PubMed and then comma intra-body nano network. And... This is Tony 
Yeah, this is Tony Fauci's website. Um, this is the National Institute of Health I I in America. And basically what it's going to say is that this is a network of tiny nano-sized sensors located inside the body for health monitoring and drug delivery, quote unquote. So intrabody communication network are designed to interconnect nano-sized sensors located inside the body for health monitoring and drug delivery. Okay, so let's break that down. Located inside the body, nano-sized sensors, okay, nanotechnology located inside the body for health monitoring and drug delivery. So what they're doing is they're collecting from the people that took the injection every conceivable vital sign. Within part two of my report, I've got a link to all this. I've got screenshots of it, and they're collecting everything from a heart rate to glucose levels, you name it, which could be a wonderful thing. Now, I want you to think about this next part, drug delivery. They can remotely administer drugs now, specifically vaccines. Now, how are they doing that? Frequency, okay? Now, you know, if you want to pull up my report, I mean, I can go over it or we can just talk about it and I can explain it to you. Well, i tell you what, if, if we talk about it, because then I'll put the report on the webpage, then people can refer to it if that's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, but, but what people also need to know is they're collecting neurological data. So let me start from the beginning of part two. So, uh, Adrian, you know, if you start with part two of my report, you know, the very first thing I do is just give a disclaimer. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. All I'm doing is I'm reading their patents, you know, their white papers, their government websites, other doctors, other scientists, other researchers, scientific groups, and I'm connecting the dots. Okay. And I start off in the report where I'm going over some different microscopy of the ingredients of the injections, of the, the, the different, and all of them that were tested had graphene oxide, nanotechnology, hydrogel. Hydrogel is DARPA's brand name. The main ingredient is graphene oxide. Okay. You know, within there's this, you know, the nanolipid particles, nanotubes. You know, on page two, I go over nanotubes. I provide an article out of PubMed that says nanotubes act is an antenna. You know, then I get into the patents, you know, their master patents in which they state that, you know, the injected will emit a Bluetooth signal. Now, the Bluetooth signal is both send, receive, read, write, send, receive. Okay. And it's attached to a MAC address. So you've seen all these different reports of people emitting a Bluetooth signal that are magnetic that have a MAC address. Well, there's, you know, they, they said it was fake news. Well, it's right there in their patents. Here it is. Really? So then you go down through it and I get to that, that uh, PubMed intrabody nano network article on Tony Fauci's website that says, you know, these are tiny nano size sensors located inside the body for health monitoring and drug delivery. Okay. 
Well, health monitoring, they're collecting every different type of biological data and they're collecting, collecting neurological data, okay? And it says they can do neurostimulation and neuromodulation. Let's uh, kind of use some imagination of what that means because it didn't go into detail. However, I've got statements from the world's you know, leaders within these particular industries, you know, Dr. Sager, Dr. Giordano, Dr. Morgan, Kurzweil, you know. And so then I get into, I get into, uh, try to remember back from page to page. I get into the intro, uh, into the, uh, the internet of bodies, IOB. Well, what's the internet of bodies? That's anybody that took the COVID injection. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that they're connected to the intrabody nano network and they're collecting all this data. Now, keep in mind, it's read-write. And so the first part of my report was based on, you know, the new worldwide financial system and how they've created these new standards to, to come out with central bank digital currencies, okay? Well, I had to tie this intrabody nano network into the new worldwide financial system. I had to make a connection, okay? And so what I did is I started researching World Economic Forum. Smartphones will be downloaded into people by 2030, pretty much a quote. Well, these people are now nodes on a blockchain. Yeah, the inter that's what the Internet of Bodies is is the people that took the injection that are now nodes on a blockchain. I want you to understand this. This is kind of freaky. They're updatable because of the read-write like an app on a smartphone. They're updatable. So th they can be given medications, new injections. Now, this could be a wonderful thing because if you had a diabetic, they don't have to take insulin anymore. They just, via frequency, give them this medication. But no, they got to use it for pure evil. They try to sell it as they're doing good, you know, but it's for pure satanic metaphysical reasons that they're doing this. And then just to kind of conclude what I did within the report, and then we can talk about it, is I went through and I researched, for example, what the WEF had to say, because they happen to be the organization that runs the world now in every aspect, which we could get into. But I went to their website and I did a search for transhumanism. I came up with 267 results and the top three were the fifth industrial revolution and the second or third one was when humans become cyborgs. Then I went into different, a plethora of quotes from Anal Schwab and little, uh, I call him Homo Lizard, uh, Yuval Harari. <laughs> the dude is just like a little, he's like a little, like a little, like a little gnat. It's like a little demon. This one, I'm, and yeah, the little, try not to use my quality vocabulary. Yeah, the, these little blanks need to be dealt with. And yeah, yeah, because what they've done, you know, and then, to kind of wrap out what I did with the report, I quoted the CEO of Nokia, who also said that 
by 2030, smartphones won't exist anymore because they'll be downloaded into the body like software. And then on the second from last page, I quoted Microsoft patent 2020060606. That's a good string of numbers, isn't it? Well, I can actually remember that one. No, 666. And basically what that says is that this operating system, you know, Moderna, the software of life, quote, you know, this operating system, this patent can be uploaded into people. And what it says is that we'll use their body as a cryptocurrency proof of work mining rig. And based on their bodily actions and their subconscious thoughts, yeah, it says that, subconscious thoughts. Well, they're reading your mind. This read-write, okay? And people will generate digital currency. Amazon tokens, Microsoft coins, uh, CBDCs. that are They're integrated with this new worldwide standard. And the new worldwide standard, I don't even think I've mentioned it yet, is called ISO 20022. That's new worldwide standard in which the new worldwide financial system in which part one of my paper was based. And then to conclude what I'm saying, then we can talk about it on the very last report page of the report in which I didn't connect up and top because I could factually prove everything else. And then the rest of it was just conjecture in, in their statements, you know, based on the sentient world simulation that's been in effect since 1999, the year 2000. And basically what they said that they were doing back, James Corbett of the Corbett Report even did a video on this and it's called Your Digital Clone, which I have a link to it. Well, what does that mean? It means that they've been using why, why do you think, oh, and I need to get into this real quick. Why do you think I use a de-Googled phone? Okay. Because they've been using our camera and our microphone to watch us. So, hi. <laughs> hey, hi, nice to meet you. To watch us for over 20 years. And they've created a, a digital twin. Okay. That knows us better than we know us. They call it an avatar. Okay. And so when you take the statements, Dr. James Giordano, Dr. Charles Morgan, uh, Kurzweil from Google, I could name off some other ones. They basically, what they've said is they want to live forever and they have uploaded consciousness into the cloud and that that's how they plan on living forever. Well, Adrian, I'm not really a religious guy. I'm a researcher. I'm a deeply spiritual. Okay. That's my favorite area of the focus now is, uh, you know, really kind of understanding fr from a metaphysical point of view what's going on here. But it can be it can be conceived as theory, but it's connecting the dots that, for example, the part of the Bible that says men will seek death, but death will elude them is that they have uploaded consciousness into the cloud and that when somebody leaves their their physical body, this skin suit, their consciousness is still inside of the cloud. Well, why? Why would they do this? Well, it depends on what research you're, what, 
you know, me personally, I think a potential is so that the these entities, Archons, Anunnaki, Jinn, Watchers, whatever you want to call them, Fallen Angels, they can feed off of this negative human vibration, human emotion forever, whatever the time period. Instead of just part-time here within this third dimension, using the, the 100% of the worldwide fake news mind control media, which they do in fact control. And that's my my biggest favorite thing that I get into now is uh, tr trying to understand, you know, how do I, how do we live in a different vibration, a different timeline, maybe you create a new reality. You mentioned to me last time, um, you sent me a video to watch of that woman that was very interesting. In fact, all of her videos are very interesting. Yeah. Sarah Elkardley, Eckardley. Yeah. Uh, she has a YouTube channel called The Alchemist. She's amazing. She's one of my favorites. And I liked what she had to say about different timelines. You know, basically what I've learned is they, they, that control the worldwide media, everything from TV to newspaper to Hollywood to you name it, uh, the social media. They get us to manifest the reality in which they desire we manifest. So, you know, I run a plat research platform called www.freedom.social. It's a social research platform. There's hundreds of thousands of people that log in periodically to see what's going on because we, we tell the truth over there. But I think it's the worst thing I've ever done. Because when we report on what they are doing, you know, the scamdemic, you know, catastrophic contagion, new fake variant, we're manifesting that. That's right. And energy, energy goes where it, sorry, energy flows where attention goes. So I think we have a responsibility. You've got to point it out. But to stay focused on solutions, ideas, and where you want to end up is what people really should focus on. Because whatever you're thinking about, you're going to get. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so just this morning, um, I have a brand new platform called Conscious Explorers, plural, ConsciousExplorers.com. And when you create an account, you know, what my current vision is, is to have whomever wants to, to, to try, well, to try to do this is number one, teach them how to master the law of attraction, which is a whole separate conversation, but to get 10 mutual bullet points. And I come to, come to you, Adrian. I go to anybody that is spiritually, is spiritually aware, okay? And I say, you know, here, we need to put what they're doing in the peripheral. Do we need to be aware of what they're doing to a, to a degree so that you, we can bypass it? You know, we're not gonna get cut up in their muck Sure, but it's not my reality. Here's my 10 bullet points, one through 10, whatever the number. And I gave them to you, Adrian. I gave them to maybe the 100 other people that have contacted me all over the world that would like to participate within this, that are spiritually aware. And we do, we go into a meditation twice a day. It's a different type of meditation. Uh, the, the CIA actually called it a focus 12. 
And we go through a sequence, you know, I'll just do it briefly tell you, uh, you see, you're in high frequency, high vibration, love, joy, happiness, gratitude. And you go into this meditation and you observe split, slit experiment. You observe something, th- these 10 points have already occurred. We live it. It's current reality. And the universe will make it, deliver it, ma- manifest it. Mm-hmm. Now, to what extent that this goes away, I'm not that far yet, but I'm willing to to give this effort to to try to not give feed their narrative. As long as we keep feeding this, that remains our collective reality. So, yeah, one of the easiest ways I've found to explain things like that is to say, look, if you're watching, I don't know, ABC on your television over there, and you want to stop experiencing abc you change channel it doesn't stop abc existing for anyone who's tuned to but for you it's no longer relevant because you're not experiencing it i love that example i I give that example and i i I compare it to a game you know i really have come to the point listen i don't ever expect anybody to go where i've gone but it's just where i've gone we live in a construct yeah I don't really like to use the word matrix, but that's what most people understand most. And it's as simple as you create your own reality or they create it for you. And the game to this level, my current level of understanding is to figure out it's all about love. That's number one. And to figure out that we can create our own reality and you base it on high vibration, love, joy, gratitude, etc. And then you keep focused, but you have to shut up. You have to get rid of this, you know, at least go to a de-Googled phone and you don't live. See, the, 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 my biggest thing that I have problems with, my challenge, and as you can tell, me going, <laughs> is dealing with this third dimensional duality drama because I, how I make a living is creating this entire ecosystem. We're in the process of creating new standards. Uh, private buyers markets, different ne- mesh networks. We're partnering with different th- third tier blockchain internet providers, a portal being one of them. I could keep going with the stuff that I have going on it, it, within the world of trying to, if they come out with a, with an internet, which you need a digital ID, which they're going to do. It's just a matter of when. Well, we need to be able to, have our own internet and that's that's in the works and you know to a degree it might be it might be worse than going back to dial up but at least you know we'll have communication we'll have the ability we'll have the ability to to conduct transactions yeah uh more than just on a peer-to-peer local level but uh i sure i'm trying maybe you could comment on that on the difference you know because in order to shift to, let's just use the terminology for now. We could maybe modify it later, but going to uh, entering a different timeline. Okay. Putting this third dimensional duality BS over here and only focusing on this. Well, to me, because I have to focus on this and then I'm bringing in this new infrastructure, this parallel economy t- thinking inter bringing mixing this with this to me it's just i want to just focus on this 
but I can't. Well, yeah, but Ken, I mean, you've got this, it's going to be, I think it's going to be too big a jump for people to one day go from this to being, you know, full on telepathy and all the rest of it, which is I'm sure we'll remember what we used to do and how we did it, which is why I think we've taken so much to the internet because we already have that instant access to information. We've just forgotten how to do it. But you, you are you are building a bridge. So I don't think there's anything wrong with creating that stepping stone as you step away from one shore through the river to the other shore. You've got to work both sides of it, I think. That seems to be what part of your, your purpose is right now, as much as you'd like just to say, right, fuck that, let's get off. Why, why else would you have that skill set? Thank you for saying it why, for why? me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for six years now. And, you know, when I started this six years ago, I was not even an inclination of where I spiritually am now. Given your acceleration in the last six months, and that will continue, can you imagine where you'll be in another six years? Sorry, not six months, six years, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Not of this world. (laughs) I mean, I still, I love this life. I absolutely, absolutely love this life. And I would, you know, it just for me personally, and I think, Adrian, for me, it's a combination of having so much knowledge of what they tricked or forced humanity into doing. If I often tell people, if they would have went to humanity and said, we've got this new technology, all you have to do is take a shot and it's going to Basically, it's going to connect you to the internet with artificial intelligence, but you're going to become superhuman. I'm pretty sure that about the same numbers that took the injection out of fear would have taken the jab anyway. But no, they had to trick everybody and lie to everybody with the scamdemic. And maybe that was so they could, you know, Mm -hmm. but to me, for me, that's my frustration. It angers me because I see decent innocent people that were healthy before. Now they're all messed up and that doesn't sit uh, right with me. It's, it's, that's, they got to pay the price for that. No, I, I see now, I, now I they fucked up. Now, now they got to pay the price. They have to. Yeah. It would be nice to dismantle the system and beat them with the bits in a loving way. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> oh, in a loving way. Yeah. Thanks. You know, I mean, and that's the, you know, that's the problem. My, because, I can, when you, when you're messing with innocent, see, I'm, I'm Mr. Natural Law, common law. You know, I don't want to do anybody harm. You know, there's a b- bunch of people out there that I just, obviously you don't want to deal with. Well, I just don't deal with them. You know, I want to do the right thing until you mess with innocence and you've done it intentionally and you won't stop and you keep coming and you keep coming and you keep forcing this evil, you know, and that's probably the frustration I have between wanting to create this and having to deal with this. I feel you. And so maybe I need to do, maybe I need to do some more shadow work, or you know, but shadow work is more dealing with this, the, the internal injuries. You know, how do you deal with current? I guess you just work through it. You know, and maybe you know there are some others out there. You know. I have to be on the right path, Adrian, because I've got orbs that come and hang out with me. Yeah. I've got videos, you know, they come and bounce around on my front yard and, you know, and I got, you know, 
I've there's only been two, and there's only been two in my yard, but it made itself known. <laughs> he said, "Hey, I'm out here. <laughs> Come say hi to me." That's awesome. The download I got from that, and I've got it on video. If anybody wants to see the video, the download I got from that was stop focusing on their reality that they want you to manifest. Stop. Just stop. Focus on this as much as you possibly can. Focus on this. But you, what you're doing, Ken, is you're building a bridge. You build a bridge to the new reality for people with the tools that you're creating so they can step away from that one and they can migrate gently to this one. Yeah, because if you could you it's, imagine it's what it would, be can you imagine what it'd be like if you took the knowledge you have now and dropped it into your head twenty years ago? It would blow your mind. Yeah. You know, I was uh I was out on my ATV. I went over to the neighbors about a mile from here down the mountain and I shoveled their snow for them. And I was talking with this guy, I'd never really spoke to him before. Very, very high IQ. Okay. Was not very knowledgeable on the stuff that that you should know. Wasn't really aware who the World Economic Forum was or even geoengineering for that matter, but he did have a high IQ. And I, I, as I sat there and I talked with him, I found this really, really fascinating on how somebody that smart could not connect, make the next connection. You know, the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail. Well, I used to work at the airport and I never saw any of that stuff going on. You know, and I tried to explain to him the details and stuff. And then to come find out, he's taken every vaccine that's ever come out. He's like quadruple jabbed, boosters. He wa- And he was a really nice guy. He says, you know, am I far enough away from me where I'm not going to transfer? And I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, we're outside. And I don't, I, it breaks my heart to even be like that. You know, I don't, I don't want to push people away, but I personally, I can't be around people in, in a closed setting, they take they're taking the injection because what does it do to you? You being a spiritually ascended, aware person, you are. I don't. I don't really know. I think. I mean, I, I don't buy the idea of contagion of things, but there's a, there's a lot of energy communication going on. Like in this conversation, there's a ton more going on energetically than there is through the vocabulary, and there's also, you know, the idea that. You, you, there's energy lending. So if someone needs energy from you, it's available to them the closer you get to them. So there's a lot of information passing back and forth. And I think that has a lot to do with it. I've had some extremely strong detoxification events in the last two years, like I've not had in the last 10 or 15 years. And if anything, I'm even more controlled on my diet, my approach to food, You know, spending even more time outside. We grow a lot more food now. So I'm either getting rid of old junk or I'm just processing out some new junk that's around right now. I really don't know. It doesn't seem to affect me as much as it used to, but you know, I think everyone's different on that as to how it, it um, how it affects you. When I go, not necessarily so much as bad right now, but when this first started, when I got shedded on, they call them spike proteins. I call them nanoparasites. It would make me, it would raise my blood pressure up to stroke levels. Wow. And I don't I don't have high blood pressure. It was just only when I got shattered on to, to the point one time where it took over my entire neurological system. And you've seen the people like shaking in bed, like tremors. That's how I was. I called up Dr. Robert O. Young and I said, Doc, man, I'm not in good shape. I'm Superman. You know, 
I'm pretty healthy. He told me what to do, you know, ivermectin, quercetin, zinc, glutathione, NAC, etc. And within two days, because this is a this is a parasitical nano transferring of whatever it is, again, depending on the injection that somebody took. Okay. But well, the, the interesting thing with they that, tried to, the interesting thing tried to sorry okay yeah the, the interesting thing with that is that you taking in some more raw materials suggests that with an increase in the correct nutrition your body's more than capable of dealing with anything I don't think that if I would have taken the ivermectin and quercetin and zinc I don't think I would have made it because I was I was I was good I was pretty bad well I'm glad you made it yeah me too. Yeah, I'm going to put a product that's amazing. This saved my life as well, called uh, Cardio Miracle, cardiomiracle.com. It's an amazing natural, it's a nitric oxide booster, but it's so much more than that. It was raising my blood pressure. I don't, I've never had high blood pressure. It only occurred when I went around the injected. And it doesn't affect me now because before I go to the food store or go get my mail, I will take ivermectin. I call it my ivermectin soup. You know, ivermectin, quercetin, zinc, NAC, glutathione. And I'll take a dose before I go out and it doesn't affect me. Um, I'll also uh, nebulize uh, chlorine dioxide. Yeah. It's not weed. (laughs) Yeah, the, the spiritual side of things, I get so frustrated. I get so frustrated with the people... And people, what they have done is so magnificent, magnificent, I can't say the word. Magnificent. Uh, so incredibly impressive. What they, not from a good standpoint, but the way that they have convoluted this disinformation and controlled opposition. And, you know, there never was a V-I-R-U-S, since we're going to be on YouTube, I'll spell that out. No, no, there wasn't. It was, uh, I stole this from Karen Kingston. COVID is a biosynthetic parasite technology. It's not a virus. It is spread by transferring from the jab to the unjabbed, and coronavirus-like symptoms are created by radiation radio frequency, and the smartphones are a gateway to the intrabody nano network. And so that's one thing that I forgot to mention in the last, within the first part of our discussion, Adrian, is that this is the gateway, folks. So this is what, if you took the injection, your Bluetooth signal that you're emitting is communicating with this. Now, not if you have a de-Googled phone. I don't believe uh, they might still be able to use your, your Bluetooth on the phone. Um, I don't know because I, I don't know the specs and what how much the SIM card has to do with the overall equation. So I don't, I don't know that technical, but... Uh, Nonetheless, Ken, we've we've got we've got three minutes left on this session. Do you want to start another one, or do you want to call this a wrap and we'll have another chat sometime? Sir, you are the magnificent host of this show. <laughs> you tell me. What I find is that the, the the watch time drops off quite dramatically the longer they go on. So, thank you so much for sharing that knowledge and information with us, and your thoughts with us, and for doing the research you do. It's important work. It's a pleasure speaking with you. You're such, I love having conversations with you, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, recorded, uh, put onto a channel 
or just talking to you. Uh, you're, you're a good person. You know what's going on in this world. And uh, hopefully you're going to be part of our conscious explorers. And we'll get some other people involved. And uh, let's create a new reality. This one's, this one's not going to work for me and you. Kent, that's a real pleasure. And I look forward to the next time. And next time we'll just have a nice chin wag offline because that'll be very nice as well. Sounds good, my friend. You call me anytime. You bet. Look after yourself, my mate. Same at you. Same at you. Take care, Kent. Much love. And to you, mate. Take care. Bye-bye.